and welcome to Dunking Biscuits, writing etiquette for modern times. My name is Emma, and obviously this is Grace. It's me. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <up>? Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm knackered. <laughs> We've had one day back at school, and it wiped me the absolute heck out. <laughs> I, the thing I love best is that if the listeners were listening to the last episode, you're like talking about how mm. like you're going to be so relaxed and like how you're enjoying yeah. your holidays, and now it's like. <laughs> I've done one day of work and I can't. <laughs> and it was too many. It was too many. Uh, <sighs> yes. You know, what can you do? Just, just how you feel. No, just, just being have honest. a podcast where you complain about things. So I mean, it's what I do. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, do you have a good news story for but us? I do. It's a good news story with a message. Um, yeah. So this one, environmental message as plastic bottle survives for a decade after being dropped off in ocean in Portland. So this is from southwest Victoria on the coast um, where a, so basically like just of the first part of the story is a lady was walking on the beach mm -hmm. and she found a message in a bottle. So, um, so Ross Evans was a lady who found the beach. Um, she wasn't hunting for coins or treasures, she wasn't even like just enjoying a day on the beach. Um, she's a member of Warnable's Beach Patrol, um, and they spend hours each week picking rubbish up, up along the coastline. Yeah. So this one um, had a letter inside the plastic drink bottle, um, which said, "My name is Inez Zapkan. I'm eight years old. Whoever finds this bottle will have good luck for life from me and my family." So like super cute mes message, message, um, and. Ross Evans tracked down um, Inez Zapkin on Instagram, I think it was, mm -hmm. and um, discovered that she's now 18 years old and living in northwest Melbourne. Um, and originally, like, this letter was like, oh, my God, like, it's so good. Um, but, yeah, so 10 years ago, the bottle was released in the ocean um, and just set out to sea. So Portland to Victoria, I don't think they're very far away. Do you mean to Vic Melbourne? No, like, uh, sorry, Portland to Warrnambool. No, they're not far I don't, yeah, I think they're like neighbours almost. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so this message has also come with um, a note that after 10 years of being in the ocean, the bottle was like perfect. The message hadn't been like water affected, like you still could like use that bottle. It was airtight and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so um, Inez reflected, she's like, it probably wasn't the most environmentally friendly choice made by my eight-year-old self. And she's declared that she's got some cleaning up to do along the coastline. Mm -hmm. To pitch in. Um, oh yeah, so the bottle travelled 80 kilometres from Portland to Warrnambool, floating in the ocean for more than 10 years. Um, and then it's quite a long article, so I'm not going to read the rest of it, but basically just goes on to talk about the effects that like plastics obviously have in our ocean mm -hmm. um, and everything. Uh, so along those lines, that yeah, this bottle was still perfect after 10 years. So cute message was the message in the bottle. I feel like that's still a quite cute sentiment. Yeah. And the message is, let's not do it anymore, though. It's a thing of the past. Yeah. I think the concept of a message in a bottle is that someone's in danger. It's the only way they think they're going to get someone to rescue them. Yeah. Send the message out. Not something you can do on a Saturday with your family with a plastic bottle. No. Message. I think I, I agree. Definitely cute. Definitely um, fun like to see what would happen. But um, not all the times. So I feel like we're, no. we're past that. We're past it now. But anyway, we're good. That was that was my news story. Don't know if it's the best news story we've had, like good feeling wise, but I thought I it was interesting. I think 
the message is, is clear enough. But enough about plastic in the ocean. Let's go on to something better. What is your good news? I feel like I want to guess it, but I don't want to guess it because I don't want to spoil it. Um, but I'm going to tell you if I'm guessing it after you've said like it. It's probably the only good news I've had. So it's, <laughs> I feel like your guess will be very um, great. Uh, I officially did my 100th park run. Knew it. She called it, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you know me... I love a celebration. I love to make things a huge big deal. And this week it just wasn't up to my normal standard to the point where I basically got a photo done. I got a photo of my girls and that's it. Like not, I was like planning balloons and planning streamers. I was going to plan a breakfast out. And it just wasn't the right, right vibe for the week. So I just thought, you know yeah. what, I'm just going to accept what it is. I... Um, Jeff came along with the girls and he pushed the girls in the pram so I could run. And Woo! I ran, I think I ran just over 3K and um, where he was, I just turned, he just turned around where I was and we just walked the last bit um, back together. Oh, you just went back together. Yeah. That's nice. So I wasn't going for a super fast time or anything. I was just doing it. And um, yep. we thought it would be super fun for Mackenzie to run the last little bit with me. And yeah, of course. Look. For some reason, she's less into the running thing as the year goes on. Maybe because I just seem to be doing a lot. I don't know. And anyway, I got to a point where I had to carry her. So the last <laughs> that the last feels 100 metres of my 100th run, I was carrying a three-year-old. She weighs about 20 kilos on my back. Yeah. And she's not small anymore. No, she's not. And, you know. It doesn't matter because I wasn't doing like a fast time or anything, but it was a small like yeah. she just wouldn't even run next to me. She was like, cuddles, cuddles. And I was like, now it's not the time, sweetie. Come on, we'll just run for us. She's like, cuddles. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, just let's just, yeah. let's just let's go just do that it. line. Um, but yeah, super proud of myself. Is it actually my 100th park run? No. I have done a few park runs without barcodes, but it's uh, my 100th. 100th recorded official. one. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, Woo! yay. I'm very excited. I'm very proud of myself. I... I remember your 50th park run. Oh, man, I was so hot. <laughs> that was the worst day of my life because I, too, was so hot. It was the Saturday morning after we'd both finished the school term in 2018. Yeah. And I I wasn't hungover when I first woke up. I was still hammered to the point where one of our friends came and picked me up from her house, then drove me to breakfast near your house, then drove me back home. And the whole time I was like, don't vomit in the car, don't vomit in the car, don't vomit in the car. And didn't. But yeah, I just remember like seeing you because you had like a headband set with 50 that Jeff had 3D printed. And I'm like, I am so impressed by you right now. <laughs> and we both were just like leaning into our food being like, I can't do it. <laughs> the actual running of that park run, no matter 50th, was so hard. And yeah. because Jeff finishes a different time to us, he hadn't, he's already had, he has already had his um what's it called uh end of year christmas party so he was not of the same state that i was in no and the photo he got of me he got a quick it's like you can turn to a video like it was live and my face oh yeah goes from like oh. this grinning face to this face of like is this absolute nausea is this it is this what i've come to um but you know Enough about that time. I'm super proud and yeah. I think um, it's one of those things where, like, really, all you have to do is turn up on a sad day with a barcode and just 
going for do, do 5k which people are like oh 5k but really even if you walk fight it's about an hour so yeah it's a good way to get out it's a good way to meet people um people not that i'm like you know special in any way it's just because i've done 80 of them at that particular park can you believe that i've done yeah. 80 runs there that's um, cool is that they know they know your name because you're like a regular and so yeah they see you every yeah, week and let's say like two over 250 people run every week and they oh wow most people's names because they're all regulars yeah so i really recommend it if you're moving to a new area and they have a park run i suggest getting into it meet people that way it's really it's really good yeah cool anyway what's your your win win oh, where are you gonna go i was equally impressive i got nine out of nine on the footy tips this week oh my god really? <laughs> i know perfect round <laughs> That's, wow, that's my win. How did you get um, Western Bulldogs? Oh, I don't because I'm in two competitions and I don't always tip the same in both competitions because they run through different apps. Yeah. Um, and so in one of them I got seven out of nine, still an impressive score. Oh, yeah. But in this other one I'm in, um, yeah, I got nine out of nine. Just wow. yeah, tip the doggies. Had to go against my own team today. Yeah. And tip Collingwood, which I was like stressed about because like obviously before today I was sitting on eight out of nine. Yeah. And then Essendon were up by nearly 30 points in the third quarter. I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to get the perfect round. But then I'm also like, but I want my team to win. Um, but, yeah, anyway, tip the opposition. They won. Nine out of nine. See, so. I am um, obviously a great chat for those who don't. <laughs> yeah. But um, I obviously didn't tip Bulldogs. And then mm. I actually tipped my own team because my sister gets, says this thing where, like, oh, you know, you got to tip your own team because that's, like, the way yeah. you do. Anyway, so this week. I tipped them, and they lost. Yeah, it was a cracking game, though. That was a really good game. We watched it. Um, and um, so I actually got seven out of nine. So I nice. also did very um, very similar, but yeah. obviously to your level. Um, yeah, obviously not 100%. Yes, no, very, it was very good. Even tonight's game was really good. Like, oh, I watched most of it while I was marking. I was oh, doing work today, and it was like, the first half, I was like, oh, it's going to be a good game. And then we kicked away in the third quarter. I was like, this is amazing. And then we lost. Yeah, yeah. Living the dream. Thanks, Esther. I was like, come on, I need this win. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but, so that's yeah. my win. Good yes. wins. Good wins. Thank you. Yours is much more impressive, but I I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> this week we are talking about um, acknowledging a day of remembrance. So... Today in Australia we have Anzac Day, which is the 25th of April, and it's acknowledging the day that um, Australian Army landed at Gallipoli Beach. Australian and New Zealand Army. New Zealand, sorry, my apologies. Um, Gallipoli Beach in Turkey. So we are talking about how to properly acknowledge this. I'm going to point out some things that really tick me off first. Oh, okay. I just want to get that off my chest. Okay. And I don't know why people do it. And I understand, like, I understand it's probably because of generally when you acknowledge days, you celebrating that day. Mm. And so I, this is really weird. Like, it's in my head. We were at Fed Square with a bunch of kids from, like, from your school. And ah. when I was teaching there, and one of the kids said to me, like, oh, look, I got it because you could text in, like, and put a thing up for um, Anzac Day. Okay, and like a message of... Message. And he, yeah. And he wrote, Happy Anzac Day. And I was like... Is that the... Yeah. 
I don't think that's the vibe. What's happening here? So, first off, it's acknowledging the sacrifice that thousands. Yeah, and also did around the world because remember the loss. Is like obviously a lot of other countries do that. Yeah, and so I just think you need to think about the language you're using and how you're acknowledging the day. So yeah, not you don't wish people happy Anzac Day. Um, you can no, I I don't think I've ever heard that. I it's it's when you listen for it now, you'll hear certain people, especially young yeah. people. Um, and I think because they're just they're just getting a bit mixed up. I don't think it's an intent. Yeah, like I don't think they're trying to be. Yeah. Or anything. I just think they're not still quite understanding what's happening. Um, and so that's my my gripe. That's I've. I've yeah, that's a fair gripe. So I just want to point that out there. Um, we're acknowledging it. We're not celebrating it. it yeah. So, um, the first thing I uh, I want to talk about is that on a day of remembrance. I mean, obviously, different countries around the world have different days different versions of it um is that at some point during the day i th- i believe and most people tend to do it you need to have a moment of silence so, yeah um most people acknowledge it in a two minute block obviously depending on what you want to do um and basically it's just for you to acknowledge those who sacrificed their lives for your country or for yeah cause. And, and i think another way you can reword it and i've heard this pop up a like a little bit increasing over the last few years, is instead of calling it a moment of silence, calling it a moment of reflection. Oh, I like that, yes. Because, like, I remember we used to do, like, minutes of silence when I was in primary school. Like, we'd have, like, a special assembly for Anzac Day and so on. And obviously it's quite hard, like, primary school, you're age 5 to 12. Um, we'd have, like, this minute of silence, and I'd always be, like, looking around being, like, is everyone being quiet right now? Yeah. Like, looking around. But I think, like, as you grow up, like, it does come more of a time that you are, like, spending that time, like, actually thinking about, reflecting, like, what's occurred in previous years for you to now live the way that you live. So I think, like, I like that the language is kind of changing to be like that rather than just be like, let's be quiet for a moment. It's like, no, actually, let's have a think it's for a moment. Actually, it's, I think the action is to be quiet. Yeah. But but there should be more going on. The, your thought process should be mm. very busy, I guess. Yeah. Um. So the next one, which... I really hope this is not new information to listeners. Oh, no. But I also have noticed this a little bit, and I don't know where I sit exactly on it, but I do have a strong initial thought. Okay. So my initial thought, no selfies or photos of you honouring. It's not about you. So, yes, if you are someone who has gone to war and has had... Um, uh, that experience or that trauma, yes, it is about you. Yes, you have, yeah. you have that um, time to – you can do something to represent what you've contributed. I've seen a few people on my social media today having photos that I seem a bit – personally, a bit crass. They're not quite – not quite hitting it yeah and so what i would recommend is if you want to acknowledge it with a picture or a post or a um story or whatever term that you want to use on whatever platform you're using is you can use an image or a photo that is being like used 
worldwide or around your country to re acknowledge that day. So um, for um, Remembrance Day or Anzac Day, um, people, you can have an image of a poppy and oh, yeah. put Let's We Forget. And that is as simple as it is. You're acknowledging it. You want to say, put it out to the world that you're acknowledging it. That's perfect. That's easily done. You having a selfie in front of a memorial area is not it. No, I definitely agree. I definitely 100% agree with the selfie. Like, that's not time. I think if you're someone who's potentially marched in a dawn service and someone's taken a photo of you doing that, I think it's okay to, like, reproduce that. Um, or the one I don't really mind is if you've taken a photo of just, like, the memorial. So I saw quite a few people on socials went to, like, the big one at the shrine in the city nice. this morning and they, like, posted a picture of, like, the sun rising near it and, like, it was quite nice. But, like, they weren't in it. It was just a photo of where that's they were. because that's yeah. not about them, yeah. per se. Um, but yeah, selfie, selfie's not it. Like, take a selfie on the 24th or 26th, any other day of the yeah. year. Yeah. But yeah, it shouldn't be like, woo, getting my memorial on. It's yeah. like, honey, yeah. no. Read the, read the room. Yeah. So I think, just think about how you're acknowledging the day or acknowledge the event. And if you're thinking more about yourself and your image, you're not, that's not it. Yeah, it's not it. Yeah. I agree. I think it's just keep it simple like that. Um, the next one, we, we go a bit... Um, more warm and fuzzy me, not so much ranting, um, <laughs> is about the poppy. So um, if you wear a poppy um, or in Australia for Anzac Day, I'm assuming it's very similar in New Zealand, um, yeah. you can wear uh, some rosemary um, oh, yeah. on Anzac Day. And the reason why rosemary is used is because it, it grows wild on Gallipoli Peninsula, which is where... Oh, I didn't know that. So um, that's why they use that particular symbol, much like... They use the poppy because that's the first flower that came up through that most of those lands yeah um, after people had um, gone to war on them so it needs to be as close to your heart as possible so that's why we wear it on the left um a lot of websites that I actually looked at today mainly canadian which this is news to me because i didn't i didn't know this yeah if you in canada and someone can correct me if i'm horribly wrong because that's just what i read is that you don't reuse your poppy once on the day you then put the plastic poppy that you've used at the site that you visited so that site gets covered in poppies whereas for us i have a stash of poppies that i've collected i guess and so yeah. I wear a different one a different times of the year or like my mother-in-law's knitted yeah. one so i could just clip oh, it oh that's nice yeah, it's 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 really like simple but um I was like, I don't believe we do that in Australia. Like, I was like, I don't No, I think, like, especially if they're, like, the plastic poppies now, like... No, that's when, yeah. Yeah. Has to be the, yeah, anyway, so, um, I think being mindful of where you need to wear it, nothing needs yeah. to be near it. It's meant to be by itself. Solo. Individual, um, brooch, I guess, clip, yeah. whatever, um, the white red is there. And it's not to be... Uh, modified. I, yeah. I've read on one website, people are like, oh, you don't put jewels and stuff on them. Like, don't make them pretty. I'm like, what are people doing? Like, it's just meant to be a symbol. It's not meant to be like this... A fashion statement. Fashion, yeah. I was like, <laughs> what are people doing? Anyway, so it's, yeah, you're showing your respect, you're acknowledging the day or the um, event, and I think um, in our culture, you can keep it and put it in a safe spot. 
and then reuse it another time. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got to my my end of my list. Oh. Now I have a question. Okay. Oh, can we save your question to the end? Oh yes. I. Two things watching, of all things, the football today. I don't know if I mentioned if I watched the footy today. Um, but one thing I noticed they did in the ceremony, which I really appreciated, um, was they had someone sing the Australian National Anthem, of course, but then they had someone come in and sing the New Zealand one as well, which I hadn't seen before. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so to celebrate both the Australian and New Zealand um, soldiers who went over and fought, like, fought. I don't know if that's a common thing. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been to a dawn service they, they generally do, do both. Okay. I, just, well, I just, didn't know that. It's okay, but I just think, yeah. <laughs> I think if you're not, if you are seeing that, that's good. I yeah. It's good to, um, that it's done. Because yeah, so I thought that was. It wasn't just Australians. Yeah. And then the other thing I noticed um, is in a lot of the speeches they did today, especially the captain at the end, acknowledged, like, everyone involved, so not just the people who went over, but, like, their families back home and stuff like that, because, like, this day, I suppose, and, like, any other Remembrance Day is also for them because they're not, like, the people who went over, obviously, they copped it firsthand, Mm -hmm. Um, but, like, the families back home and everyone, like, working with them when they returned home and stuff like that, like, it's such a big thing for massive groups. I think that was, like, nice to be acknowledged as well. Mm. I think that's very, like forward thinking because yeah obviously the people who were there firsthand that they're yeah. most likely to be the worst affected Let's yes just put that in a, a box whereas when they come home those around them can still be affected by the outcomes yeah. i guess yeah so yeah no i think it's i think I, I just thought that was, like, a really nice touch, like, and especially coming from, like, Collingwood Football Club. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, no, like, it was something, like, I suppose I haven't really thought of. Yeah. yeah. I think it's one thing, like, you would know, like, you understand it, but it's not something that's mentioned on those days because on those days yeah. we generally talk about, like, heroes and yeah. those who were at the war and obviously people who weren't at the war weren't living a grand life during those days. No, anyway. it wasn't a time. No, so um, yeah. No, I I think that's yeah. I think that's well done. Um. All right. Let's get to your question. I'm curious. So the question stands: Would okay. you wear medals that someone else achieved? So, for example, if you have a grandparent or an uncle or your dad or somebody that achieved medals, do you wear them? Do you wear them like before I answer whether or not I would? Do you wear them on the different side? Like, say, I'm the person who won them, I wear them on my left, and then do people who come after me and choose to wear them, do they wear them on a different side? I think they do something. Like, I think there is a gesture to acknowledge these aren't mine, um, or I'm just talking out of nowhere. To me, that sounds like it should be a thing, like it should be worn on a different side. Um. While you're looking that up, my personal stance, I I feel like one of my grandpas, I know he went to war because he lied about his age. He was 17. Um, I think he went to Japan in World War Two. I want to say. Um, anyway, I'm not sure if he came back with medals, but no, I don't think I personally would feel right. I feel like I'd rather, like if I was to walk in like a dawn service or something, I think I'd rather like have them open in a case like like a big jewelry box kind of thing and walk along with them mm. rather than wearing them because yeah for me it 
Like, I don't know. For me personally, it doesn't feel right to be like, look at all the medals. Somebody else won that I'm now wearing. So this is a question I have because generally you see a lot of people wearing mm. family medals. Yeah, like there was a lady at the cafe I was at this morning. She had a Collingwood members T-shirt on and then had medals stuck to it. And I was like, okay. are they yours? <laughs> I don't so, know. Um, I did a quick Google search. So it says they're meant to be worn on the left um, breast by the person who, upon whom they were conferred. So the person who earned them, I guess. Yeah. Um, technically, this honour remains with the individual and does not pass on to the widow, parent or relative upon death. So uh-huh. the thing is, I didn't know this and I, they were like, again, I was on a Canadian website, so again, I don't know if they're much more strict <laughs> about this kind of stuff. But they actually said it's completely disrespectful for you to wear medals that you did not dis- you did not earn. That is so interesting. Because I was like, I feel like every other Australian wears them. Oh yeah, for sure. Regardless if they, pers- I mean, obviously there's there's still people in this day and age who went to war and who have earned things yeah. and etc. But I was just like, it bit- it shocked me a bit. And then when I realised like what that really means. I'm like, of course it's disrespectful. Like, I definitely think that you shouldn't be wearing medals that you personally didn't achieve. <laughs> like, yeah. I can understand why you want to have them around to, to acknowledge the person. Yeah. That's why I think, like, I feel like, as I said, like, walking along with them in a case, having them in a case somewhere, like, even having them displayed is fine. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but, yeah, no, for me, wearing them... No. It's but yes, it's a very it's a very interesting thing because I never really thought about it, and possibly because um, I don't have any relatives who went to war. Like I have a Dutch side that came over during the Second World War, so they didn't. Fight. Yeah. And then the other side, they're all farmers, so they, yeah, they, they were farmers. They weren't going to war, so yeah, just very um, very interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I just think it needs to be mentioned. Because I do, I see, and I, I tend to see young kids. Like Yeah, today there was a guy I saw on the telly, and he would have been no more than 15. Mm. And I'm like, you have not been to war. No, Maybe know. in, like, World War One, you could have lied about your age, and it would have been like, yeah, you're pretty tall. <laughs> yep, yep, we'll send you. Do you have stubble? Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah. This, is that like a little mo coming yeah. through? Oh, okay, yeah, now you can go. Yeah. But, like, these days, no, no way. But, and, yeah, he was, like, wearing them proudly, and I was like, so I, think, I don't know. Maybe it's different in Australia, but yeah, for me personally, it's a no. Yeah, I think, I think maybe think about why you're wearing them. And if it, you think that you're doing it for mm. the right reasons, like if you're trying to acknowledge a person or that's yeah. that something, they maybe they, they wanted you, maybe they passed the mails down saying, like, please remember me on Anthony yeah. by wearing these. I don't know. But I just think it's just a very interesting concept. It because is. Because I feel like most Australians who did not find war wear them. I'd say it's probably a norm. I definitely a norm here for schnitzel. Yeah, so maybe something to think about. I've never thought about it, and I'm going to take this discussion downstairs with Jack and be like, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Because his background is German, so he's definitely not wearing medals. No, that's definitely <laughs> not, not the case. No. <laughs> yeah. I think that's all oh, I we solved it. to discuss. Mm. Anything else? No, some good points. Yeah, interesting. Um, so... Um, acknowledge your Remembrance Days um, as best you can 
and if that means that you can go to a ceremony if that means you are just in a space where you have your two minutes of silence whatever you can do in your physical space or the way that yeah. you get to something and um we'll chat to you next week have a lovely week thanks for tuning in bye, bye.